Okay, I would like to call the February 13th, 2024 City of Blaine Planning Commission to order. Could I have staff uh, please take roll call? Commissioner Halpern? Here. Commissioner Swanson? Here. Commissioner Diono? Commissioner Gorski? Here. Commissioner Olson? Here. Commissioner Holman? And Chair Gracky? Here. All right, uh, the first item on our agenda is to approve the minutes from the January 9th 2024 meeting I've read them I didn't see any changes and if not we need a motion to approve mr. chair I'd like to make a motion to approve okay Commissioner Olson okay I need a second I second Commissioner Swanson okay we have a motion and a second to approve the minutes all those in favor of approving the January 9th 2024 um, minutes say aye. aye 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 it passes that goes into our records. Okay. The Planning Commission is an advisory board to the City Council. One of the Commission's functions is to hold public hearings and make recommendations to the City Council. The City Council makes all final decisions on these matters. For each agenda item, the Commission will receive reports prepared by the City staff, open the public hearing, and discuss and act on the application. And so again, there, there's three parts to this. The staff will uh, read out the application that is made and then the public hearing portion. If you would like to speak on, on any part of these when I open the public hearing portion, if you could come in and sign in your name, tell us your name and address and address the questions to myself and hopefully me or the other commissioners can answer that. If not, we have staff here. So um, with that, we have our first item on our agenda, it's case file 23-0088 at uh, 10617 Quincy Boulevard. Um, it's a, about a, a, a variance. Turn it over to staff. Chair Gracky, uh, commissioner members and members of the audience, as you stated, we have a variance request at 10617 Quincy Boulevard. It's a variance to allow a nine foot fence along the south side yard property line the applicant has requested a nine yard or nine yard nine foot uh, tall fence um, the zoning of the property is r1 single family um, it's also surrounded by r1 um, to the north south and west and to the east is df um, as i stated they're looking to um, construct a nine foot fence on the south property line um, there's a history of conflict um, with the neighbors in this area, um, including privacy issues. Um, the applicant has proposed the nine-foot request. Uh, staff recommends there's eight feet in height to be consistent with um, past approvals that we've had in the city and one that is um, as close as six houses north of um, this house here. Um, in front of you now, you'll see some pictures. Um, these are taken from the applicant's home in the rear yard looking to the southeast, um, to the south property line. Um, and then the picture on the right is the existing garage on the property to the south in the rear yard. The taller fence, eight feet, um, that staff is recommending along the shared property line is reasonable to resolve the conflict. The grade of the rear yard is lower than the home. Therefore, an eight-foot fence would help screen the neighbor's rear yard from the applicant's home. Um, similar variances have been granted in this area, and this is the minimum um, variance to alleviate, alleviate the situation. 
Uh, we did not receive any public comments. Um, staff does recommend approval of an eight foot high uh, fence with the conditions, uh, four conditions that are listed in the staff report. Um, a fence permit is required. I do wanna point out that a fence over seven feet in height requires a building permit um, with plans drawn by a licensed engineer. And also the plans must include um, types of materials to be used for the project and provide that the installation of the fence will not um, alter the water drainage uh, system in the rear yard. Um, the applicant must locate the property line on the south side of the lot um, to ensure that the fence is on their property and the fence cannot um, exceed eight feet in height and is limited to um, starting at the rear of the garage, extending along the south property line to the rear property line in the rear yard there. And that concludes my report. Okay, thank you, Sean. At this time, I'd like to open the public hearing portion of this item. If you'd like to come and speak on behalf of this item, please come to the podium and sign in, give us your name and your address. Diane O'Brien. Um, I wrote a statement regarding this issue. There has been conflict, and the reason it should be a nine-foot fence um, is because uh, my house is up on a grade. The garage that Stambriard uh, Senior um, uh, Building Inspector permitted a garage in a long lot next door to me. It, it's way back, 180 feet up off of the street, um, uh, it's got 24 feet of garage door. Um, he drives vehicles, motorcycles, uh, trailers on and off the property. It is um, loud and an eight foot fence would come, as I'm looking out my window, my kitchen window, the eight foot fence would come down further so, so that the garage door would not be obstructed. A, a nine foot would obstruct the garage door almost to the top of the garage door. Um, anyway, I, um, this, this garage um, is, a, is a real problem and I, I hear the uh, minimum of eight feet that they are recommending, but since I have to do a building uh, get a building permit and go through all of that uh, with a, you know, to, and build to correctly. Um, a nine, I, I don't see why a nine foot fence would, would be, it's just another foot. And it would block the, um, the noise, the, the noise is, is really bad. And the garage should not exist because uh, for cars, it should be a garage for storage only with one five-foot-wide door because the uh, side yard does not, the only uh, access into the rear yard from the street is through the side yard, and the side yard is 10 feet, and you need a minimum of 11 feet, 8 feet for pavement, 3 feet from the um, property line, so you need a minimum of 11 feet. It's 10 feet. The building inspector even lied right onto the on the permit. He's, he he uh, he uh, falsely identified the attached garage as only 12 by 20 when it's 14 by 22 because the exact same model house is to the north of me, 
and we measured the garage. So he misrepresented the dimensions of the attached garage. Um, he excluded a shed that was standing. There should have been a conditional use permit at least before that garage was built and, um, and a variance because there's no, they don't have the footage in the side yard for legal access from the street and yet he's driving back and forth to the, to the rear garage, parking in the rear garage, parking in the rear yard. Um, I, I, I appreciate the eight foot recommendation, but um, I think nine feet would be, actually 10 feet would be the, the best height, but um, I settled for nine and I would appreciate nine feet. Okay, thank you, Diane. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. For you guys. Is there anyone else that would like to speak on this item? If so, come forward. Okay, let's close the public hearing portion of this item then. And yes, Diane, we did get your report in our packet, and and so we read through that. And it always it always uh, makes us sad when sometimes you know there's conflict in the neighborhood. You know, because we're you know. None of us are big deals up here. We're just like your your colleagues that own homes in Blaine, and so um, we we understand. I mean, and sometimes. And but uh, my question, uh, Diane, we're, we closed the public hearing portion. So, okay. Uh, I'm going to ask uh, um, Sean because I drove by, and uh, the neighbor that's got the that's an eight foot um, variance, right? Six houses down. When did they get that variance? I don't remember the exact month, but 2023, last year. Okay. And have we ever given anything, because it's a six foot is the is the code, have we ever given anything larger than an eight foot? Uh, not that I'm recalling. Okay. Okay. Commissioners, do you have any questions, comments? Mr. Chair, I have a question for the applicant. Okay, you can come forward, Diane. Um, so it was mentioned in your letter that there was also um, like a camera issue. Yes. And so I, I question um, is nine foot, would a nine foot fence even resolve that issue? And has, um, has the camera issue been addressed by law enforcement or city staff? Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, I did talk to the police about it and the um, uh, sergeant in charge of problem properties said that he's never seen uh, a uh, camera spying over a six-foot privacy fence that I erected in, in my rear yard. Um, and I did go to court over it as well, but they said that it's not harassment. It's a police matter. It's, it's a trespass, in my opinion. Uh, the police, I did not readdress, after court, I did not readdress the issue to the police. However, my... Um, the way I would like to solve that is to put um, lattice on top of my six, existing six-foot fence. I do have a six-foot fence, um, so the, the nine-foot fence is really going to be from my six-foot fence to my garage, and then I'm going to re, re, uh, keep the, keep the six-foot fence and then add lattice on top of that, probably two feet of lattice, though, because... Um, I, anything shorter than two feet will not uh, stop that camera from uh, viewing, uh, spying, spying over my fence. 
Hmm. Commissioners, anyone else? And, and you know we're we're very uh, disciplined on 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 what is considered a variance. So we take it very seriously when we do give a variance. And uh, so in, in my, as I'm thinking about this, I'm like thinking, you know, um, with us, you know, giving an extra two feet, that's that's considerable um, extra footage for that fence. So it, it seems reasonable knowing that the guy, and I know that the lot is configured differently than the other lot, but that's my take on that. So commissioners, I'm gonna leave it up to you. Mr. Chair, I'm going to motion to approve case 2388 with staff recommendations. Okay, Jason, we have a motion to approve. I need a second. Mr. Chair, I'd like to second. John, we have a second. Okay. This will now go to the city council who makes all final decisions on this, Diane, it'll be at the March 4th meeting, okay? Okay, the next item that we have in front of us is agenda item uh, 42, case file 23-0089, and this is a preliminary plat and a conditional use permit. I'll turn it over to staff for their report. Thank you, Chair Garaki, Commissioners. Uh, this is a preliminary plat to create three lots where currently one lot exists and a CUP to establish standards for construction of those homes within the Development Flex District. This may look familiar to some of you. Um, a plat and CUP were approved for this property in 2022, um, but have since expired, and the applicant is looking to move forward with this and um, has submitted a new application in order to do so since um, it's not able to be renewed since it's fully expired. Uh, the property and all adjacent properties south of 113th are zoned development flex um, and the properties to the north are farm residential but are guided for suburban density um, single family housing. The lots that are proposed are between 57 and 110 feet in width which is consistent with the nearby subdivision um, the Alexander Woods first through third um, which are generally 53 to 65, um, the widest is 70. Um, so the lot for the existing home will be meaningfully larger than that, but still within the same neighborhood. Um, landscaping requirement, uh, tree removal is proposed on the two northern lots um, in order to allow for drainage and grading around those homes. Um, but the standard landscaping requirements of two trees per lot uh, meet the tree replacement requirements for that. Uh, park dedication would become due for the two additional units at the time of platting. Um, a builder has not been selected, um, but the homes will be required to incorporate multiple gables or varied roof lines and articulation of front, the front facade in order to be consistent with the surrounding homes um, that have those. Um, otherwise, the CUP conditions are um, effectively identical to those for um, the other Alexander Woods subdivisions. Uh, there was one written comment received on this item, um, which was requesting that the HOA requirements related to fences and vehicle parking um, apply to the pr three proposed lots. Um, those are not requirements that the city placed on Alexander Woods. It's requirements that their HOA has established through covenants and the city cannot require these lots be incorporated into that HOA. Um, and um, staff is 
communicated that to the um, resident submitting that comment. Um, staff recommends approval of this UP with the 14 conditions and listed in the staff report and then the preliminary plat with the 13 conditions. And that concludes my report. Okay, thank you, Elizabeth. At this time, I'd like to open the public hearing portion of this case. If you'd like to speak on behalf of this item, come up to the podium, sign in, give us your name and address. Okay, doesn't look like anyone wants to come forward. I'll close the public hearing portion of this. Elizabeth, just a question, because I do remember this. So it, it just expired, the preliminary plat and the, and the COP, and the only thing that's changed is the setback, correct? Uh, Chair Garaki, the lot for the existing home is about 10 feet wider. Um, originally, they've been planning to construct a new garage on the Fillmore Street side of the property, um, but in, they have now decided to construct a drive to keep this garage on the northern accessing facing north um, and therefore they in order to have good driveway movement they're making that lot wider um, so. so it's it's effectively the same but it is 10 feet wider uh, okay and the other lots are five feet narrower each okay okay commissioners you have comments questions Mr. Chair, I'd like to make a motion on case file 23-0089 okay. for the preliminary plat and the conditional um, use permit as laid forth by city staff. Okay, Commissioner Olson, we have a motion to approve. I'd I need like a second to, on this. I'd like to second. Commissioner Swanson, we have a motion to approve and a second. All those in favor of, of approval of this case for the preliminary plat and the conditional use permit, say aye. 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 Opposed. This passes. This will also go to the city council at the March 4th meeting. The next item um, on our agenda is case, planning case file 24-0003. It's uh, uh, a conditional use permit at uh, Noodles and Company. I'll turn it over to staff for their report. Chair, commissioners, members of the audience. Noodles is requesting a conditional use permit for outdoor dining with 14 seats. Um, they are located on a property um, that is on Ulysses Avenue and is zoned B3. There's a dental building that is newly constructed located to the north, a commercial tenant space in um, the same building as uh, Noodles that is located to the south of them, townhomes west and um, their zone DF, and then Highway 65 is to the east. Um, as you can see in the little red box, that's the proposed location of the patio on the northwest corner of their building. Um, the, you can see a site layout in front of you um, that identifies six tables and 14 seats, and then you have a picture of what the site would look like. Staff recommends approval with the eight conditions listed in the staff report. Um, their standard outdoor dining conditions related to noise, litter, and sack payment, and we did not receive any public comments. Okay. Thank you, Sean. At this time, I'd like to open the public hearing portion of this case. If you'd like to speak on behalf of this, please come forward. Sign in, give us your name and address. Okay. We'll close the public hearing portion of this case. We've done dozens of these, and... Uh, um, over the last couple of years. So, um, commissioners, I'm looking at this. Any questions, comments? Pretty straight up. 
Mr. Chair, I'd like to recommend the approval of case file 24-0003 with the conditions laid forward by the city staff. Okay, we have a motion. Commissioner Gorski, I need a second. Mr. Chair, I second. Commissioner Halpern. Okay, we have a motion to approve and a second. All those in favor of approving the conditional use permit, say aye. 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 Opposed? This also will now go to the city council uh, at the March 4th meeting. Next item on our agenda is planning case file uh, number 24-0004. It's Haven Park Heartland Living at 10454. Another conditional use permit. I'll turn it over to staff. Chair Garaki and Commissioners, um, this is a request for a conditional use permit for a sales or le and leasing office for the um, at Blaine International Village, uh, the manufactured home park that is at um, Highway 65 and 105th. Um, they are requesting to have a sales office within the existing community building for homes um, that are within the park. Um, the property is zoned B4, which is uh, manufactured home residential. And the adjacent properties have a variety of zoning designations, some residential, some commercial, and then one to the north is industrial. Um, and the existing community building where this is proposed to be located is marked with the star on that site plan. Uh, so they are planning to use the existing community building um, and the home, and there's a condition that the homes must be located on a lot in the park um, and meet the setbacks for manufactured homes. Um, so they wouldn't need to be installed, but they would need to be located on a lot. They couldn't have them in the parking lot near the um, community building. And the homes that are being sold must be either located in the park at the time of the sale or be um, moved to the park after the sale. Um, they need to either, at one end of the transaction, they need to be installed in this park. Um, and there is adequate parking near uh, at the community building um, for um, the people that would be involved in the transaction. And there are no physical changes proposed to the park. Um, it would all just be a, effectively they'd be allowed to have a dealer license, which is required for sales. Um, so staff does recommend approval with the three conditions listed in the staff report, and uh, staff has not received any public comments on this item. Okay, thank you, Elizabeth. At this time, I'd like to open the public hearing portion on this case. If you'd like to come and speak on behalf of it, please come up to the podium. I just have a quick question. So sure. this is my first house that I got. So I'm very confused um, because this forest behind my home. So I'm wondering, like, will construction, like, go, like, how far will it be away from my backyard? With, like, not, like, from my property line? Or will it just stay within the manufacturer, like, location that they have right now already? Yeah. I, I, what's your first name? Coco. Sorry. Coco. Okay. Uh, Coco, I believe that nothing's changing. It's more of an admin thing. Is that correct, Elizabeth? Uh, Chair Garaki, uh, that is correct. There's no construction proposed. Okay. They're just going to be doing slightly different office work within the office. Okay, okay. So it's nothing but, okay. Then that's good. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Anyone else like to speak on behalf of this case? Okay, if not. We'll close the public hearing portion of this case. Commissioners, pretty straight up here. 
Yeah, Mr. Chair, this makes sense. So, yep. yay for them following the rules. Um, so I would like to recommend approval of case file 24-0004 with the three conditions laid forth by city, please. Okay. Commissioner Olson, we have a motion. I need a second for the approval. Mr. Chair, I second. Commissioner Halpern, we have a second. Okay. All those in favor of approval of the conditional use permit with, with the conditions laid out, say aye. 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 Opposed? All right, this also passes, and so this now will go on to the City Council at the March 4th meeting, okay? Okay, the next item that we have on our agenda is uh, case file 24-0005. Um, this is a, a comprehensive plan amendment. Um, so I'm going to turn this over to staff for their report. Thank you, Mr. Chair, Planning Commission. Uh, the applicant is requesting a comprehensive plan amendment to the land use at property at 8628 Central Avenue. They're requesting to change from low density residential to community commercial. Uh, the property in question uh, or proposed tonight is in the blue. However, the applicant owns uh, everything outlined in the red and these are all associated with each other. However, the one in blue is zoned R1. zoned R1 um, and to the south is community commercial as well and the three parcels total about 3.13 acres um, no development is proposed at this time with this request uh, this is just another uh, exhibit showing that currently the um, property to the back here on the west side is low density residential uh, the low density residential does require 2.5 to 6 units an acre um, the site is 0 0.58 or 0.5 acres uh, and there's no access to the site so as it sits today it would not be able to be developed um, again they're proposing to do uh, community commercial uh, to make it in line with the rest of their property uh, if you do oppose uh, approve the comp plan um, they would need to rezone if they do want to develop um, the neighborhood, they held a neighborhood meeting on February 7th. Um, four residents attended. Um, comments included um, concerns on property values if we change um, that residential piece to commercial. Um, lighting is a concern if it was to be developed as commercial. Um, they would like to see some fencing uh, along the property line if it develops. Um, there was comments on they would, do not want a hotel or multifamily in that location. Uh, if they um, do develop, could have limited hours to standard business hours uh, and there were several crime, uh, com comments related to crimes litter dumping etc in that area uh, there was a written comment in opposition of changing um, that piece to commercial they'd rather see it stay residential staff does recommend approval of the comp plan as presented um, the change in the land use is consistent with development along Central Avenue um, the change does meet the goals of the land use chapter and encourages um, supportive development of un underutilized areas and promotes redevelopment along Highway 65. I'd be happy to answer any questions. Okay. Thank you. Um, so did, do I open it for the public? Uh, I do. If, if somebody would like to speak on behalf of this, I'd like to open the public hearing portion of this. You can come forward, sign in, and uh, give us your questions. Okay, we'll close the public hearing portion of that. 
I think everyone's quiet because they're getting ready for all the talking and romance on Valentine's Day tomorrow. So, so I get it. I get it. Okay. Uh, so I have a question, uh, Sheila, on this. So basically, all the other property around it, I can see that, is, is community uh, uh, commercial. And so basically... I mean, that lot, you can't access it anyways. I mean, there's no plans for it to be developed at this time, correct? Uh, Mr. Chair, uh, no application has been made to develop the site. Um, if they were to redevelop it, they most likely would redevelop all the parcels that you see in red, and that would that's what's triggering the land use change. And, and if they go further with that, then that would trigger a conditional use permit and, and, and people having input on it depends on what the use is Correct. most likely it'll be a conditional use permit a lot of our uses um, require conditional use permits um they would have to replat into a preliminary plat so they would for sure be noticed for that okay okay All and right. the rezoning there'd be noticed for the rezoning as well of course okay commissioners any questions Mr. Chair, I have a question for city staff. Sure, go ahead. So, so during that rezoning, would that be another opportunity for the public to address some of those comments that were shown just a second ago? Mr. Chair? Yes. Yes, uh, the, it would be the same process. It would be rezoning and there would be a public hearing for that. Yep. Okay. Any commissioners, any other comments, questions? Mr. Chair, I just feel like it makes this property a little more usable and makes sense. So... If y'all don't have any other questions, I'm going to make a recommended. I recommend that we make an approval. Or we recommend. I recommend an approval. <laughs> I can't speak. Uh, planning case file 24-0005 with the three conditions laid forth by staff. Okay, Commissioner Olson, we have a motion. We need a second. Mr. Chair, I second. Commissioner Gorski. All right, we have a motion to approve and a second. All those in favor of approving the comprehensive plan amendment change, uh, say aye. 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 Nays, it's, it's approved. This will now go to the City Council also at the March 4th uh, meeting. Next item on our agenda is case file 24-0006. It's a conditional use permit at 115th Avenue. I will turn it over to staff for their report. Chair, Commission members, members of the audience, as he stated, a conditional use permit, and this request is for a 1,610-square-foot attached garage. Um, the property is located on 115th Avenue. Uh, the zoning of the property is FR, and the adjacent prom, uh, properties and surrounding properties are also zoned FR farm residential. Um, the attached garage... Um, is proposed to be used for personal storage, um, yard maintenance equipment. And then we also have some elevations attached for you. Uh, the attached garage will architecturally match the home. And the staff recommends approval with the five conditions listed in the staff report. And we did not receive any public comments. Okay. Thank you, Sean. This time, I'd like to open the public hearing portion on this case. If you'd like to speak on behalf of this, please come forward. Okay. We'll close the public hearing portion of this case. Commissioners, again, this is, we've done many of these in the last couple of years. So do you have any questions, comments?
We've got a cr quiet crowd tonight. <laughs> Commissioners, I need a motion if there's no other comments or questions. Mr. Chair, I'd like to uh, make a motion for approval of 24006. Okay, Commissioner Swanson, I need a second on that. Mr. Chair, I second. Commissioner Halpern, okay, we have a motion and a second on this. All those in favor of approving the conditional use permit, say aye. Aye. Aye, aye. those opposed? It passes this um, now actually will go to the city council at uh, February 21st meeting next week. So that goes to the city council. Next item on our agenda is case file 24-0009 at 121st Avenue and Radisson Road, another conditional use permit looks like. I will turn it over to staff for their report. Chair, Commission members, members of the audience, as you stated, a conditional use permit, uh, Foxtail Hollow, Hollow Townhomes um, received approval last year. Um, so they have a conditional use permit. We're looking for a conditional permit, use permit amendment to clarify the side and front yard setbacks. Um, the property is zoned DF um, to the east and north are also townhomes that are DF development flex and to the south we have a FR farm residential property. As I stated a CUP was approved last year in April 2023 that um, resolution states towns homes be set back 20 feet from the private drive which you can see on your screen um, and that's the drive that the townhomes actually access. Um, the intent was for the front yard setback for it to be 20 feet um, and the side yard setback was intended to be 10 feet. Um, so this resolution is just um, clarifying that. Um, the site plan included with the approval of the CUP in April 2023 is not changing at all. This is the same one. Um, the perimeter setbacks approved in April also will not change. So it's just clarifying the difference between the front and the um, side yard setbacks. And there was one pub, um, public comment question um, asking for clarification on the application, what it actually meant. And so I contacted that person. Um, staff recommends approval um, with the two conditions listed in the staff report. Okay, Sean, thank you. At this time, I'd like to open the public hearing portion of this case. If anyone would like to speak on behalf of it, please come forward. Okay, close, close the public hearing portion of this. And again, this is the setback one because this is basically just a clarification uh, of this. So it's really not, nothing changed on this, just a clarification, Commissioner. So any questions, comments? Mr. Chair, I'm gonna recommend approval for case file 24-009 okay. um, for the clarifications <laughs> and with the I don't know, are they even conditions? I guess they're considered conditions from the city. Okay, thank you, Commissioner Olson. We have a motion to approve. I need a second on this. I'd like to second. Commissioner Swanson, okay, we have a motion and we have a second to approve this. All those in favor of, uh, of, of clarification of the conditional use permit, say aye. Aye. And aye. Opposed, this passes. This now will also go to the city council at next week's meeting on February 21st. Thank you. 
Okay, our, our uh, final item tonight is uh, case file 24-0002. It's Northtown and looks like some uh, amendment to the zoning ordinance and rezoning certain parcels. So I'll turn this over to the city staff for their report. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, the application before you tonight is an ordinance amendment creating County Road 10 mixed use district, and we'll call that MU for the presentation, and to rezone properties to mixed use district. The properties that we're looking to rezone are outlined in red uh, on the right side of your screen. In July of 2022, the city adopted the Northtown Vision Plan, which is a long range framework for redevelopment of this area outlined in red. Um, the plan identifies some short-term action steps, which included um, changing zoning to mixed use and changing the comp plan uh, so that those two match. In uh, November of last year, we did um, do a comp plan update, which is you can see here on the left, left corner. Um, is um, We did change um, the pink, change it to MDRCC, medium density residential community commercial, and then change some parcels to HDR2 slash PC, high density residential plan commercial, and then the mall state as community commercial. Um, some highlights of the district is uh, we do, it's going to require site plan approval from planning commission and city council. Uh, we don't normally require that in our zoning districts. Um, the only other district that requires site plan approval from these two, um, from planning commission and council is the 105th redevelopment. So that's something new in this district. Um, this allows a mixed use where we allow commercial and um, housing together, which is consistent with the comp plan designation, or sorry, which needs to be consistent with the comp plan designation. So if you have a guidance of high density residential, you have potential to develop that way. Mm -hmm. um, the North Town Mall owns, um, or has development parameters uh, in the ordinance. So we wrote that so that's in, um, to develop the way that the plan shows. So it does have a little bit different um, setbacks and different things and the setbacks um, do reflect the vision of the plan and there are um, we're proposing greater setbacks when next to residential um, and then we do propose lesser setbacks for the mall itself the actual North Town Mall. Um, staff has met with nine property owners um, the majority of the feedback is general support uh, on what we're doing and of the ordinance itself. Um, we did have written comments in your packet that um, we do allow oil changes as a conditional use permit. Um, I had a couple of different people ask me why are we prohibiting car washes. And then um, I did have one person ask if we could um, reduce the setbacks along university to be similar as the mall. And so outlined here in blue as what we require for building setbacks. Um, and as if it's a commercial uh, property, the front yard would be 30 feet. So along um, university, it would be 30 feet. But for the Nortel Mall, uh, we're allowing 20 feet. And um, that is so that the mall can potentially develop the way that the plan shows. Um, and then the orange is the parking. And um, same thing, it's 20 feet for the front. And then along university, it's 10 feet for the mall. And uh, same rationale behind that. Uh, and this is just a map that shows you the existing uh, zoning. So we have B2, B3, and then a re uh, residential flex. And um, we're proposing to change all of that to mixed-use district. Um, this proposed ordinance has been discussed at several uh, council workshops. Um, the proposal is consistent with the um, direction provided and is in line with the plan that's been adopted. Um, there's general support from the uh, affected property owners and staff recommends approval of the ordinance as written and the rezoning. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Sheila. 
At this time, I'd like to open the public hearing portion of this. If you'd like to come forward and speak on behalf of this, please come forward. Uh, staff and members, thank you for having us here. My name is William Lean. I just had one quick question about clarification. And is it, um, as far as the oil change, does that have to be contingent with the gas station or would a Valvoline oil change Jiffy Lube or uh, one of those work based on what I'm reading in the packet tonight? Can you give me some clear guidance on that? Sh Sheila, what, what, what about that? Mr. Chair, right now that is not proposed as part of the ordinance. Um, it was requested. Um, so that's something the Planning Commission needs to dialogue and make recommendation to the council. And further question, is that something you can decide on this evening or is that something you would go back to discussion? Sheila, that, that would not be something tonight, would it? That, or is that down the, that's down the road, correct? No, Mr. Chair, that is something that I would ask the Planning Commission to talk about tonight and decide if you want to make that a recommendation to the council um, to add oil change as a conditional use permit in the district. And if you do, then staff would bring that forward as your recommendation. William, can I ask you a question? So, are you are you uh, you're, you have a residency around there? Is that what, is that what it? No, I'm actually asking on behalf of the mall itself, oh. uh, Northtown. Oh. Okay. There is a group, and specifically, Take Five is interested. They've got another location in Blaine right now, so they run a nice, clean operation. They fit you know beautifully on one of the sites over there. So, we're asking if uh, the planning commission would be in favor of a Take Five on one of the outlots for the center itself. Okay. So we can't really decide on that what what the what what the particular comp company would be, but we can correct. add oil changes to this, correct? Okay, Mr. Chair, that's correct. If you want to make that recommendation, you okay. you can do that. Anything else, William? Nope, that's all. Thank you so much. Appreciate Thank you. it, everyone. Have a good night. Anyone else want to speak on behalf of uh, this case? All right. We'll close the public hearing portion of this. Commissioners, comments on that? What do you think about that? First of all, the the, the mixed, uh, so is, is, is Northtown and 150 the only ones that are a mixed district? Is that correct, Sheila, or, or is it just Northtown here? Are you 105th? Uh, yes, a, Is a redevelopment yeah. district, yes. and it, it it's it similar, um, but also quite different. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> so yeah, because there's, yeah, not, there's not there's not a vision for housing right around there particularly, or or is there for 105th? Yes. Uh, the the plan that um, the council had sent the RFP out um, did show some housing on there. Um, the council's still working through that plan. Uh, a few properties are guided for high density residential in the 105th area. Okay. So these are really un unique, different developments that Blaine is embarking on, and and. Uh, just well done to the city staff and council and everybody behind that. That's this is basically now bringing this whole thing, setting it up for the alignment of the vision to, you know, to happen, so to speak, as I, I see it. So, um, so commissioners, um, William mentioned adding the oil, oil changes of being a conditional use permit to this. So, I don't know what you think about that. Or, well, I have a question, Mr. Chair. Go ahead. So, we've Lisa. got like perfect 10 there, which is car wash, and then there's another like. I don't know if they're brakes or something, kind of on the east side, they're on 10. Mm -hmm. 
why would we not like is there a, is there a precedent in the city why we wouldn't allow it to be an option where we could conditionally allow it that's a great question is there is there something that that uh, that we don't know um, <laughs> is what she's Mr. asking Chair, uh, <laughs> just to clarify that car wash is not in the city of Blaine that's in Spring Lake Park oh Okay. And um, the council has a moratorium right now on car washes, and they're doing conducting a study if they want to um, do some different parameters for car washes, if they want to limit to where they can be located. Um, during workshop, council has said they do not want to allow car washes um, in this district. Uh, they also do not want to allow minor um, car repair or major car repair, which does include oil change. So that was the direction. Um, that was given to staff, and that's why uh, the proposal or the ordinance was written that way. Um, again, if you if the planning commission feels like you want to allow oil changes as a condition of use, you can make that recommendation. Okay, commissioners, Mr. Chair, I have a comment. Go ahead. Um, you know, I I I think with the, the recent developments in the whole area, I've seen it in Coon Rapids, I've seen it in Blaine, right? The car washes. I continue to support a moratorium on car washes, especially in this area, in this redevelopment area. And I think for reference, Sheila, um, this goes down to that strip mall where the Barnes and Noble is, correct? That would be the, the kind of the bottom corner of the purple on the map. Yeah. That's true. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So like Mesa, like, like you were asking Mesa, there's a lot of automotive businesses further to the east on 10, old 10, I'll call it. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think I would probably, you know, not support additional automotive-based businesses with what we're trying to do here in this district, right? It's it's looking at housing, retail, entertainment, you know, we're, we're trying to bring things that aren't in that area already yeah. into this into this district, and same with 105th, it's the same principle, mm -hmm. right? People want things to go to, not necessarily get um, those kind of services that are already readily available um, in surrounding areas, so yeah. thank you. Anyone else have any comments on, the, on, the, on that? Well, and to piggyback to that, you know, I mean, they, it's been a process, right? I mean, this is a map, like there's a clear vision for what it is, so, and it's amazing what it is gonna be. So, um, yeah, that's, I was just thinking it was a little farther south, but I'm, I'm with Jason on that, so I, I'm all for the way it's written. Mr. Chair, I have a question for city staff. Commissioner Korski. Uh, so if the um, planning commission does not recommend the oil change um, be allowed, um, is there another opportunity for an applicant to get that changed later on after this? Mr. Chair, um, there was a public comment submitted that they had asked that we consider changing um, our ordinance to allow this uh, for a conditional use permit. So that will still be carried forward to the council. They will, um, I will present that to them as well, uh, what the comments are. And the council could at that time change that. Um, if it gets adopted and it, it doesn't get changed to allow oil change. Um, they are allowed to propose an amendment to the zoning district, and they can bring that forward if they would like to. Right. So it it uh, the city council has the final say on this. So we we could we could act on as it is, and if if William wants to go and speak on behalf of that at the city council meeting, he could certainly go there or thereafter. Um, Mr. Chair, it's not a public hearing at council, so it is to the mayor's discretion if he allows people to speak okay. at that meeting. Um, but again, I would carry forward um, the letter that was submitted and um, also present anything, uh, any other comments that we do receive from now until that meeting. Okay, okay, understand. Okay. 
Anything else? Commissioners, any other comments? Does the commissioners, you feel like you want to add that in there or do you want to just, if, if not, we just need a motion on this as is? Mr. Chair, I'll just make a, a final comment before I, I make a motion, but I do want to thank, you know, interested parties like, uh, like Take 5 um, for wanting to put in additional businesses within the city limits. Um, again, though, I, I think, um, you know, personal opinion here, um, I just don't think it fits the vision for this area with what we want to do long term. Um, so I'll, I'll motion to approve case file 24-0002 without allowing uh, oil change type businesses and retaining moratorium on car washes and uh, any other city uh, staff conditions on the recommendation. Thank you. Okay, so we have a motion to approve it as is as the case file is li listed. I need a second on that. Commissioner Olson. Okay, we have a motion to approve in a second. All those in favor of approving the amendment and, and the rezoning, um, say aye. 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 Those opposed? This passes. This will, the first reading of this will go to City Council next week at the 21st, and then it'll be to the uh, City Council on March uh, 4th. So, yeah, that is all I have in my packet. You guys, I. I need a motion to adjourn. Mr. Chair, I motion to adjourn. Commissioner Gorski, we have a motion. We need a second. Commissioner Olson, we have a second to adjourn. All those in favor of adjournment say aye. 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 We are adjourned.